Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? We're just going to call this the 190th episode for the 190th time. I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco. The podcast, a very special episode today, everybody. Um, An all-timer. This uh, one that we will, you know, the, the holy grail of podcast content is what they call evergreen content that, you know, is the exact opposite of how we do every other episode of this show where... It's fucking. It ages like milk, <laughs> like like an like an avocado, um, and uh, but this this, like the original Top Gun, uh, this episode will I'm sure will age like fine wine. Um, joined by the boys, I've got Doug and Trevor. Uh, we've all seen the movie. We all saw. I saw it Thursday night. I saw it Thursday night as well. Trevor, Trevor and I were like, I sent I sent the, the the boys a message like, hey, it was eight fifteen local time, I'm like two hours from now. I'm gonna be watching Top Gun, and Trevor goes, "Me too." I'm like, "Yep, fuck 10, yeah." I saw a ten fifteen showing. I saw a ten fifteen showing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I had to. I had to go the next morning. I saw it Friday morning at ten a.m. <laughs> That's um, I, and I couldn't. I I don't know. I just couldn't wait. Like I oh I I bought, I bought my ticket like two weeks prior while I was like in, we were in the middle of recording a podcast and I'm like I'm just gonna buy the ticket now. I'm gonna force myself to go, and uh, and then I was gonna go again Saturday night. Then I was like oh, I it's an F one race. I've got to wake up at like six in the morning for that. And like, if I go at the ten fifteen show, that's only five hours of sleep, and I'll be a fucking gigantic piece of shit for my family. So, you know what? I'll go Sunday night. Um, so I've seen it twice now, and we're recording this Monday night. I'm going tomorrow afternoon uh, as well because the wife needs to see it. So, um, I call. I, I asked my mom. I'm like, "Hey, can you can you pick the kid up? Pick the the eight year old up from school?" She goes, "Sure." Um, and we're trying to like navigate like his therapy. I'm like, no, 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 no therapy. Just take him out to your place. I'll go pick him up. I'll be halfway there already. Just like, that's where the, the theater is halfway between my, my parents' house and my house. Um, just, just take him there. She's like, no, you silly. You have to make the trip. I'm like, listen, I'm going to watch a fucking movie. Just take the kid to your fucking house. She's like, okay. Like, just stop fucking arguing with me. You're like, I just, I just don't, I want to know where my kid is going to be. Cause by the time we get out of the movie, like we're taking separate cars so that each of us can go pick up a kid. Like we're like borderline being like, we're borderline abandoning our kids. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I don't talk about it. It's tougher. That's yeah. why I, it's borderline. You know, listen, gray areas are, are where, you know, we live in this world. Yeah. I mean, Top Gun is basically your third child. So I think you're doing the right thing. It, it is mine. I mean, I had plans, you know, as, as I'd previously talked about to go with a group of, of buddies. Um, and so Wednesday I uh, follow up cause I hadn't heard much. I'm like, Hey, what's going on with this? He's like, yeah, you know, I'm just looking at the, you know, the, the rentals and all that shit. I'm like, 
I mean, we got to make a decision. It's tomorrow. He's like, no, nah, we're going to go next week. I'm like, nah. <laughs> you think you think I'm waiting? The fuck? I've been waiting 30 years for this. You think I'm going to fucking wait till next week? Right. No, I'm going tonight. Who's coming with me? So as I went out, I bought like six tickets. I was like, first come, first serve. Let's go. Nice. Yeah. Fuck I went so I went no solo both to, times. I have no to see Top Gun. I have no friends. I've got I've I've got uh I went solo. But I like I, I've been asking my brother for two weeks and like 10, 10 15 was just too late for him. I'm like all right. Bro. Yeah, you said that. That's that's sus right there. Right. Yeah. A little suspect. So um anyway, so the the format of this podcast. So I put a poll out on the story and overwhelmingly people wanted either a very short 10 to 15 minutes tight, no spoilers where we just kind of go general feelings, general thoughts, uh, don't spoil anything. And then like also do a longer podcast. Well, nothing fucking happened in the last seven days in football. And I, the, the movie, here's, here's, here's my no spoiler review. The movie is so good. I don't want to talk football tonight. Yeah, it's perfect. It's a perfect um, movie. So if you're, if you, if you think we're going to talk about football, then you can, you know, fuck off. Cause we're right. going to talk about Top Gun. Right. Um, so, okay. So uh, let's just go around. So I, that's that's my thoughts. I've I, here's and and here's the other things. People are like, "What did you think of the movie?" I've like, I've I've and I put this on my story today. I've seen it twice. I'm seeing it again tomorrow. There's your fucking review. Um, Doug, thoughts. You're you're the. I, I think the we we point to you for our movie buff thoughts. Do you want to you want to bat lead off for us tonight? I could do that. Um, yeah. No, I mean. No spoiler here. I loved it too. Uh, <laughs> uh, every, I mean, dude, the reviews have been insane. Like everybody loved it. It's literally getting like old people like us back in the theater. Like sixty percent of the people that saw this movie were Generation X or whatever, which is crazy because that the people don't go to the movie theaters that age anymore. <laughs> um, but it makes sense, right? So. I the most the, the most wholesome uh, talking with my buddy Steve, um, who I've known since sixth grade, and uh, the most wholesome conversation I've heard about this. He's like, I was like, have you seen it yet? And he said, No. My dad and my and his older brother were all going to go see it together. And I'm like, Well, fuck, man, fuck my brother, dude. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What a piece of shit. There's no way I'm getting my dad to the movie theater. So, like, I don't even feel bad about that one. A little bit of jealousy. But, like, you know, it's not like... I don't think he's even seen the original. Um, except that my brother and I would act out the original all the time. Um, but, yeah. Fuck my brother. Um, he's just, like, he's just, like, anti-hype. That if, Like, he's just... If you want him to do it and it's special to you, he's just not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he did that. Anyway, this is about Top Gun, not not my relationship with my brother, but <laughs> um, I it to me, it's the greatest movie uh, that's ever been made, and uh, whammy that because with sequels, right? 
and when I even heard this was coming out as a sequel, when I when we found out about this, I don't know, five years ago now, I was so nervous because the importance of Top Gun, um, obviously in this in cinematic history, duh. But for me in my life, there's such a huge connection to that movie. When I was younger, I watched it all the time, right? And always held a soft spot. It's it was always like you can't if anybody talks shit about it. Like, I need you to leave the room. It, yes, it's hokey. Yes, it's cheesy. But uh, no, nobody cares. <laughs> right. That, Shut up. Take your point. fucking opinion elsewhere. Right. Right. It's like it's, it's like people going, you know, watching a, a Marvel movie. Like 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 our friend Travis. Like, oh, CGI is stupid. Bro, it's a fucking Marvel movie. Yeah. The, the yeah, contra- mean, contrarian reviews can suck a nine-inch dick. Yeah. Because, I hate those. I hate that shit. Because contrarian people in general are terrible. But anyway. Like, I don't know. And it just hit every time. Every time it had its opportunity to hit, it hit. They, I mean, the, they did so many. And, and it was because Tom Cruise was in, had a lot of control over this movie. And so that, when I heard that that was happening, it gave me a lot of faith that they were going to, you know, play back to the old one. It wasn't going to be a Red Dawn, right? Because Red Dawn was an absolutely, tra- it was a travesty remake. But this did all the justice in the world to the original and then made it better. So we'll, I mean, I, I generally speaking, I guess we can say this now, like I was going to leave this for after we, we will go into more detail afterwards, but generally speaking better than the original. That's so hard to say, but, but instinctually, yes. Doug, ah, that's a tough call. I mean, you really can't. I mean, the original is the original. I mean, half right. Half the things great about this sequel are things that are referenced from the original, right? Um, Without the original, you don't have this. Without it, you don't have the connections emotionally. Like, but like, which one would I rather watch? I think it's this one. (laughs) But. I mean that is, and it is it, it is on the Mount Rushmore of movies for me, and the, will never and 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 that will and it will never be removed. The one original or the new one is Trev. The original. Yeah, I I mean I I can pop on so I I've got a thing I can't fall asleep to a movie that I haven't seen before, like it's really I get sucked in even if it's a terrible movie. Even that Nicolas Cage movie I was talking about a few weeks ago, like I, I, I can rip through those, um, and uh, and I'll be up. Um, so Top Gun gets put on a couple times a year, the same way you'd put on like, you know, a, a favorite like CD or album or something that's like you know like to help you go to sleep anything like that just like a warm blanket I'll just put it on I'll be asleep before they land on the carrier in the opening scenes right just because it's like I don't need to stay up for this it's common you've seen it there's nothing nothing is going to surprise you I'm not yeah exactly I can pick it up whenever it's not important that I see it right now it's just on in the background um so I've seen it Like sat down and seen it all the way through, probably 
like with no interruptions and not doing the putting it on at night thing easily 30 times. The original? Yeah. Yeah. Um and and then when you add in the 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 going to sleep part, like, you know, shit, man. I'll watch it in pieces and I'll just I'll watch it whenever it's on. This one is a better movie. But it is not um it 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 does not exist if obviously it's right. a sequel. It doesn't it it's it's a better movie, but it's not better. It's a it's a it's a better movie. Um, God, is it? Yeah, no. It's you know. I just I, I'm not going to hedge it. It's it's a better movie than the original. Full stop. I agree. Like it's, it's funny, and the original isn't funny. Right. There was there was the, there, they added humor to this movie, which was yeah, which was a very nice touch. And and not just not just like self aware, like it was and hubris. It, it, it well, it wasn't just self aware. Com- it wasn't just like, hey, we're poking fun at at doing a sequel, right? It was like there's genuinely like good lines in there and yeah. good funny shit that happened. And yeah. the original was serious the whole way. It was just it was an '80s action movie. Right. This had this was had some comic relief, which is a you know created the umami effect of this movie right of, of absolute fucking perfection plus jennifer connelly for me is is like an all-time we've discussed this before and so this just yeah just, Gen- just, just jennifer jennifer connelly and tom cruise are aging well quite well say. can't yeah. say as much about kelly mcgillis my cousin even said well why wasn't kelly mcgillis in this movie i'm like have you seen kelly mcgillis so somebody somebody um she looks age appropriate with like you know the half dozen kids she popped out somebody in my in my dms was like i i can't believe that they didn't have the original love interest and i was like have you seen the original love interest and i sent a picture he goes oh <laughs> and honestly even even along with the storyline like dude Guy's a fucking fighter jet pilot. That guy right. is trading poon in and out like fucking baseball right. cards. My my okay. cousin, you know, we're, my, we're I, starting to like before we get we, we got to make sure we keep speaking in generalities until we uh, okay. right. until, until we, we get to spoiler the, alert the spoiler alert stuff. So, um, anyway, go see the fucking movie. I don't I don't like I I don't. It's perfect. Yeah, it, five out it, of five. It's the best legacy sequel up. of all time. It is a very sure. way to put that, Doug. It is one hundred percent the best legacy sequel of all time, and and, and a doubt. it creates distance from the pre- previous to this. It was T two. That creates distance. See that. So that's the difference between I think where Doug is saying legacy sequel, where yeah. like a sequel and, that like, was done twenty years too late, kind of thing. Uh, or or okay. just or puts the or put, you know if they'd had Top Gun two and it came out for the or for the Persian Gulf War in the nineties that would have been like a sequel sequel this is like it's 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 part sequel part homage right to itself okay. 
Well, I get it. Yep. Um, but <laughs> it's still the best. Like to for me to say that, like, because I love Creed, and I think I talked about this on the last on the last right. episode. Like Creed makes me cry every single fucking time. Um, okay. and yeah. this 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 got me a couple times as well. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. But uh, and for the same reason, and I'll I'll get to that when we get to the spoiler part. Um, but the uh, but yeah, for this is a better legacy sequel than than Creed. So I mean, yeah, I so mentioned I mentioned um, Red Dawn before. Red Dawn right. is a legacy sequel. That That's a remake. That was a remake. A bad one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Anyways, go see the fucking movie. Yeah. Yes. See the fucking movie. Go see like. the movie. Come back. We're um, we did get some reviews, so I'll read the reviews now. After the reviews are read, that's when I'll put the ads in. After the ads, you're on your fucking own. If you're still listening at that point, it's because you've either seen the movie or you don't care that we dissect it 79,000 ways. Yes, Um, sir. And uh, if this goes three hours, I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, (laughs) like if this runs longer than the movie, I wouldn't even be at all surprised. So um, we did get reviews. Here's the first one. Uh, And I always close with the hammer. I close with the emotional one. Okay. Um, but uh, 2000, the title is 2013 Seahawks defense top three all time. Well, just uh, listen. You gave me five stars and you said some nice things after this, but like, just know that you, I know, I know what you did here and is that you wanted me to read that title as if I was saying it, but no. Um, used to subscribe to your Twitch now. I just listened to this while I play Rocket League. Best podcast because you guys are chill. Thanks for that sticker that one time. Um, here's here's the banger of the of the reviews the production quality is low the intelligence level of the conversation is average okay okay the rate the relatability is high and that is this podcast best feature tuning into not joe doug and trevor talking football with an inevitable tangents perfectly mirrors meeting up with my pals during the height of football season between changing steering wheels on air and fishing for content on the nacho meme page. These guys keep it fresh and entertaining. Definitely the best one to two hours of my week. So banger hey. fucking review. Also, I like it. I uh, I mean, the intelligence of the conversations is average. That's yeah. high, high compliment. <laughs> You're too kind. <laughs> right. Please stop. I'm blushing. Um, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay. What, how far into this podcast? We're, we're 19 minutes into the podcast now. The spoiler embargo is off. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. I even told my wife, who can obviously hear the podcast through the, coming up through the floor, that you better go to sleep with your fucking headphones on because we're going to be talking about the movie. I just said the movie. And she knew. We're talking about the movie. And I was like, listen, if you're listening, it's your fault. So Spoiler I will, alert. I will start with, do we want to expand any on... Is it better than the original now that the spoiler embargo is lifted? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about there. Um, it's there's parts of the movie that are better than the original for sure. Like all the, those, like just the air, you know, the fight scenes in the air are like nothing I've ever seen. They're incredible. Like yeah, the, that, the fighter jet good. scenes, all of that stuff is. Probably, I mean, at least twice as better as the original. So that's where I, I can give it some points as far as being better. But the original, it's got so much nostalgia for me. It's like, you know, I grew up watching it a hundred times like you guys did. It's like me and Curtis used to watch it all the time. Curtis knows more. We should have had Curtis on this podcast because he knows just as much about this stuff as we do. Um, but the, I think I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns here and saying the original is better. For me, okay, fair. I mean, that's fair. It's it's <coughs> again Mount Rushmore movie, right? So I had now yeah. had two top guns on my Mount Rushmore. But um, the fighting, just the air fighting scenes alone. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's just that's just modern, you know, technology. You know, this the the original is thirty years old, and this these have we have much more to give as far as as those kind of scenes. Well, and so and they were actually in fucking planes this time. Before they weren't in planes. Those were those were little like things you get at the fucking supermarket that just rocked back and forth. Are you sure? In the first one, yeah. I thought they used real fighters in that one too. They weren't in the plane. So the 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 whole plane shots were like the the planes maneuvering through the air. Those were real planes. Yeah. But right. Yeah. In the cockpit with them. Was yes. Not. So in the first movie, all that aerial footage was shot before the movie was made. This movie, they made the movie and shot the aerial footage knowing what they wanted. And that's I thought that was a huge difference. Like I said, yeah. with the whole fighter jet stuff. Yeah. Or when you and, do when you guys have like uh are you guys getting the feedback that I'm getting? No. Yeah, yeah, I am repeater. I am not. Hello. I am on me. All right, we'll power through. Um, yeah, I, I mean, 
there were thousands of flight hours recorded for this movie. 600 hours of just aerial footage, which is more footage that they... There was more aerial footage shot for this movie than there was total footage shot for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Which is bananas. No, yeah. I heard I, there was a, um, I, I listened <laughs> to a, a podcast with the director on it. And he's like, now that's, he's like, it's cheating a little bit. Cause sometimes they had like 20 cameras going at one time, but, um, but yeah, they still shot that many hours of fucking film. I, I'm going to say this is better than the original. So many more things in this make sense. Like the love interest makes more sense. Like it didn't. The, the love interest in the first one doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, it, play, it plays. There's nothing like. I don't think it's off. This plays a lot more into it. This plays really well. Right. So I'm saying this is this is this is this is not to denigrate anything about the original. This is just say I, the love interest angle was better this time. Uh, the fight scenes were better this time. Um. The 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 com the comedic relief, the emotions. The the com the, the 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 comedy was better. There or there was comedy at all. There was laughs right. at all. Right. This is this is a deeper movie. Did you guys get the reference of her character from the first movie? I did. Did you get it, Trevor? Uh, maybe not. So, no, but there Go was ahead. some. So there was some. So, uh, in the very beginning, where he's kicking, where uh, the bald guy, <clears throat> the bald guy is kicking uh, Tom Cruise and Goose's ass over Brent helping uh, Jester get, uh, not Jester, um, um, Mer not Merlin, Merlin, yeah, yeah, yeah Merlin get back in, and uh, he goes a history of high speed passes over five air control towers and one admiral's daughter. Oh, and then Tom goes Penny Benjamin. And and Maverick just kind of nods. Well, Jennifer Connelly paid Penny Benjamin. There it is. Wow, I did not get, I did not pick up on that. That's amazing. Yep. The entire first time I saw the movie, the the new one, I thought her name was Peggy Benjamin. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here going because they don't say Jennifer Connelly's last name in the movie. Yeah. And I'm like. It pulled me out because I'm sitting there going like, "There's no way that they had the gave Maverick two girlfriends with Peggy and Penny as the names as it like from the movie." And I'm sitting there going like, "Motherfucker, like, what what did they do here?" And then I was like, "You know what? It's the same chick." And I'll just look it up later. And then I looked it up later and 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 watched rewatch the scene, and it was Penny Benjamin from the original scene. Now, Doug, here's another one. Okay. When Meg Ryan in the first one is talking to, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to wait for the callbacks because I've got something else I want to talk about. So, um, the, so Top Gun, the original, to me is a sports movie. And it's got all the, the trappings of a sports movie, not so much a war movie. Right, it's not Saving Private Ryan, it's not fucking Guns of the Navarone, whatever else is out there. Right, it's it's but it's it's got teams and a coach and 
injuries and you know shit like that and you eat subs and all sorts of shit. Yeah. And there's there's students competing to be the best at Top Gun. So right. Like... They're competing for a trophy, which yeah. I heard I found out that there is no actual Top Gun trophy. Because if they had a trophy, that these these I mean these are fighter pilots. These guys are fucking psychopaths. Like they're yeah. like they are the alpha fucking dogs of the of of like an entire branch of the military and uh they would kill each other over it because it's it would be an actual thing to like put in a locker and there was like there's no way we can fucking actually have a trophy they'd kill each other for it um but so what kind of movie was this i've got i've, I've got my own fucking theory on this but i'll let you guys just kind of do your thing for a second and if you just want me to say it, just tell me. I mean, for me, it's it's an action drama with a hint of rom-com, I guess. Yeah, but like, yeah, say it, not Joe. All right. This is a heist movie. Okay. You got the one last job angle. Go on. You got to assemble the team. Okay. You got to plan the heist. Okay. Time is the enemy. Then you've got to do the getaway, and then something goes wrong in the getaway. Yeah, I mean it. It, uh, it checks the boxes. Okay, so I got now that I've heard that, I have another angle. <laughs> <laughs> What's your angle then, Doug? Um, it's it's a it's a it's the last of a dying breed. Pete Mitchell is the last great. You know, he, there's nobody like him. They even reference it's, it. They even, they it's, even... The, it's the last of the Mohicans. It's the last Jedi, the last Boy Scout, last man standing, last of the dragon. It's He's the last one. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, I'm the last one. And so the, he... the, the, the angle that I've heard related to that was this is actually Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is the last movie star. For sure. 100%. Last Couldn't agree more. Last action hero, yep. And um, somebody like somebody was like somebody in my DMs was like, um, why why are you watching like some basically it was like Top Gun isn't important or so, the original just like none of this is important why do you, why do you care I'm like you're right and this was like the first message this person had ever sent me I'm like you're right the the movie that launched the biggest action star of the last biggest movie star of the last forty years. And maybe ever isn't important, but you know, go off. Um, and then he's like, Tom Cruise is not the biggest movie star ever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can make the argument actually. And it's not that fucking outlandish. Yeah. Because there's only two guys ahead of him on the all time earnings list that don't have a Marvel credit to their name. And that's Harrison Ford and Tom Hanks. And like Harrison Ford's got some serious, like, you know, remake, not see, re- he's got some serious sequel stuff like flowing off that. I know that Tom Cruise has all the Mission Impossibles, but like Harrison Ford's got fucking Star Wars and Indiana Jones for like those kind of those sequel type things. Like, but for the most Blade, part, Blade Runner, as and, well. and for the most part, like Tom Cruise makes one off movies. Yeah. And like doesn't miss. 
we talked about this last week. Just doesn't yeah. fucking miss. It doesn't miss yeah. those plays for sure. So anyway, those are the those are the other those are the only two argument those are the only two actors besides Tom Cruise I'll entertain are Tom Hanks and Harrison Ford. And Tom Hanks is not an act is not making the action movies. So it's really just Harrison Ford. Right. So anyways, that guy can go fuck himself. Um but anyway. Yeah, I was watching it and I'm like, this is a fucking heist movie. This is like this is closer to Ocean's Eleven than it is to you know, this is like, and 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 it's it also had a bit of a like Mission Impossible type thing to it. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see that fun. trailer? Mission oh, Impossible yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. good. Real good. And again, I trust I trust Tom Cruise with action movies. I I I just will not doubt him. And I'll go back and watch every action movie before that I've skipped because I thought it would be goofy. I will go back and watch them now. War of the Worlds, I'll watch you. Last Samurai, I'll watch you. I trust you completely. Last you Samurai. Have, is you easy. have to watch Last Samurai. It's top ten. That's right. great. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, and again, the movies, I mean, Jack Reacher 2 and that like rock opera movie he made, I don't know. It was really too, I know The Mummy didn't perform well in the theaters, but it wasn't a terrible movie. Tom he's, man. Yeah, he's, an he's an all-star. He's an all-star. Yeah, heist movie. I mean, it play it. It fits the mold for sure. Okay. What was your favorite callback in the movie, Trevor? If you say Penny Benjamin at this point after missing it throughout the entire movie, you, you just just you're going to fight. You're going to the penalty box for five minutes. <laughs> uh, favorite, favorite callback. Callback. I've 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 written down fifteen. I'd have to say the one that jumps out at me, because I didn't think I was gonna sit. Well, I hope to see it, and then like through the movie, I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna happen. It's a flyby. In the in the final, you know, when they're yep. when they're when yep. they're returning back to the character to the carrier, he does a flyby. They look at each other, and everybody 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 laughs in the theater, and it was fucking awesome. The look on Ham's face is perfect. Yes. Ham is perfect in this movie. He is so hateable, but he's absolutely perfect. Um, but respectable. It is respectable. Yeah. And I, and like and like his hate. his logic when he says, Well, I either risk the lives of these men or I risk my career. It's right? an honorable, yeah. respectful hate. Yes. Have. Yes. He is a military man, he's a general. Adam, right, three star, three star. Doug, what was your favorite callback? Doug's on mute. I mean, do you so do you... sorry. Seeing, uh, just sentimentally speaking, seeing Val Kilmer, uh, his his health is deteriorating. He's got like one of those voice box things and can't talk anymore, and just. Seeing him and Tom Cruise kind of hugging there at that one spot, and I was like, "All right, yeah, that got misty. That was done so well. The way that they played his one, his character into the movie, the the way they were texting only, and then the reveal, and then he shows up to the house, and you're like, how the fuck are they gonna when when you when you find out he's gonna go see him? You're like, all right, how are they gonna do this? Because we all know Falcon can't talk, yeah, and they just did it. They did it f- so well." Oh, it came back. Oh, it's bad this time. 
and then you go, okay, this is how they, I was like, damn, they did that fucking really well. Because I put um, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer were the only two from the original movie in this, right? So yeah. just just seeing him, I love Val Kilmer, dude. He's the guy's like, dead. He, like he he played my favorite character in any movie ever is Doc Holiday. So yeah. I got a soft spot in my heart for Val Kilmer and seeing him yeah, and see have a Val. role in this movie with his health issues and stuff that that got me. Did you see his uh, the documentary Val? Um, uh, not all the way through. Now I gotta finish it. Yeah, that was that that. But this definitely made me think of that. I gotta get back to that. So my my favorite one was where he said you fly where he's talking to um rooster and they just had the scares with uh the bird attack and uh the the one guy uh, in g-lock and he passed out in the plane and and yeah. Cruz had to save him and all that stuff and rooster's like tripping out and um quietly you know like a like a and it's an alpha tripping out um yeah. And, and Tom Cruise says, you know, you fly jets long enough that that's going to happen. And like, that's what Scarrett said to him. That's what Viper said to him after Goose died. Right. He said, yeah, you fly long enough. You fly long enough. This kind of thing happens. Like yeah. those, like, it was that level of detail. Those little things that like, if you're watching this movie for the, if you're watching this without the benefit of watching Top Gun originally. Yeah. You don't, you miss it, but it, it, it it's not done in a kind of like wink. It's like a wink to every, it's like, it's, it's fan service to the people that fucking live and breathe with fucking the original, but it's not done in a way that's like feels hokey or anything. And is like, and, and makes the, makes, makes the people watching it now go like, feel like they're missing something, but here's, I've got 14 others. (laughs) How about, Um, um, let's throw this one out there. Just dude, just the fucking opening credits. Yeah, oh, just the dude. dude. I dude, like as soon as I heard the music, like goosebumps everywhere. The bell, like, my my the bell ring. I started like, tearing oh, up. God. I was like, yeah. "Oh, this is so awesome!" <laughs> it was rad. it was so it it felt like it was made by people who fucking loved the first movie. Right, and it, 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 it was it was done. It was just done so well. It was done so fucking well. And I mean, the trailer, trailers these days tend to give away the majority of movies. Way too much. Right. And this one, when you watch it, you go, okay, who dies? You go, okay, all right, there's Goose's son. Like, like what's happening here? And then, you know, maybe to get off track a little bit here before you do your callbacks, they show the, you know, the future jet. Yep. There's a, show... so, there was a lot of misdirection in the trailer. I don't know if that's where you're going with this, but there's a lot of and, misdirection in the trailer. And I'm so happy for it. Uh, right. But I but I but when they, they when they start off with the future jet as him as a test pilot, I go and then and then he's pushing the limit and then I'm like, "Fuck, are they going to do this right now? Are they going to kill him first? And then be like 6 months earlier." Yeah, and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, "Please, I'm like, please don't do that." Because they could have, right? The way that the way that they shot it, the way that the 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 plane just disintegrates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and if they'd hit you with the six months earlier, like you'd you'd spend the entire movie wondering, 
like did he survive that and then whether or not they brought him back at the end right. where he, he walks into the the diner or not is is completely up to them right but yeah i mean that's what i thought they were going to do and i was i was already heartbroken and then i spent the entire movie waiting for him to die because because that would that just it it would fit this this happened to be a feel good movie i mean it, should, it really should was he have died it was it was an incredibly feel good movie and yeah i think i mean I don't, I don't, I don't say yeah because it was great that it was a feel. It was very Ted Lasso, right? It was very like, oh, I needed that. But if you really wanted to like do service to this, he does die. He dies at the end, saving Rooster. Like that's how kind of this should have worked out. But I was, I was happy it didn't. That they would have had to it, it, it for Maverick to have died in 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 this movie they would have had to change so much about the movie because if he would have died saving rooster or in, or at any other point before they actually get into a dog fight well that was right? post dog fight that was the no time. it wasn't yeah it was that was that was that was after everything and then and then they hit you with the the mig oncoming no that was that was all the sams like Maverick doesn't shoot anything down until he's in the Tomcat. Okay. Yeah. There, yeah. There was the dog fighting with, okay. Yes. You're right. So it's like, okay. it's all the surface air missiles that they're, they're dodging. They're right. Knocked, okay. Knocked, yes. That. So that, and that's what I'm saying. Like you, we can't have a Top Gun movie without a dog fight without Maverick in a dogfight. Like if they'd robbed us of like right. if they'd robbed us of that, it would have been like, man, fuck you. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then and then the and then right at the end, when you think, you know, they, they you hit they hit the water and you're like, damn, they're home free. And then another one pops up on the radar and it's right, right ahead of right in front right. of them. And you're like, okay, then they're gonna they're gonna kill both of them. And then the most fucking epic Hey boys, I'm right. back. Yeah. Right, that was fucking amazing. And then the way, and the way, what Bagman, the way he goes, your Lord and Savior's here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a great character. He was. I mean, he was the new ice. There's a lot of, you know, they blended old characters into new characters. Um, like Tom Cruise does take Tom Skerritt's role, pretty much. Right. He is him, especially when Tom Skerritt flew with Maverick's father. Maverick, uh, uh, right. Maverick is dealing with nah. the, the mysterious death of his father and how he died and his reputation because it was classified, right? And so he really kind of comes into that role as Tom Skerritt's role to Rooster. I thought it was amazing that he only lasted two months in Top Gun the first time as an instructor. They did that really well, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've, <laughs> I'm not a teacher. He's like, you, you, you taught at Top Gun before. He's like, for two months, and then I left. Like, I'm yeah. not good at this. Um, okay, um, Doug, any other callbacks that jumped out to you? Did you guys know that Jennifer Connelly's character was, and I don't know if it was meant to be this way, but that was the exact same house that McGill was. it the same house? Exact same house. I thought it was a different house, but it was, I was, that was one part no, of it. That's like, not that's, possible. That's why I said I. That's the same house. Look at it. It was similar. 
I think it was I don't know, similar. I don't know. It was an ode to the house. I don't believe I'm, it was the I'm original. I'm telling house. you, it's the exact same house. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a part of the storyline that she lives in the same house, but that is the same house they use. Wow. Okay. And so maybe it's an exterior interior thing and they, and cause like that house in this one didn't, it felt like it was on a cul-de-sac, not right across the fucking. Right. Well, they, well, they shot from the side of the house this time instead of the front. So they were, he was going in the side door instead of the front door. Like he wasn't the first one. Is that, is that a fact? Doug? Yep. I confirmed it. But that was, like they, they had to have put a second story on the house then because it didn't have a second story before. And that house has moved. It's now a restaurant. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. Look at and I love how they I love how the Porsche is in it. Yeah, same Porsche. And, so she rides a yeah. Yep. No, I mean nope. the old one was, I a, was a I mean the I first mean, one was a roaster. Same. This one was a like an air cooled. I meant just uh, same brand Porsche, but yeah. Nine eleven. But it was so cool that they used they still did a they still did a vintage Porsche. And this would it would have been a great opportunity for like new GT, you know, the RS the GTR three RS or some kind of like product placement. And they didn't do it. And that, that right. made me very happy. Right. So, okay. So here's, um, I, this is some kind of an order, I think. Um, right off the bat, an old bald guy sends him to Top Gun after he disobeys an order and doesn't land a plane. It's like exactly out of fucking Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Pilots make fools of themselves in a bar and then get surprised in a classroom the next day. I mean, it's the same movie. Well, I mean, it's like you know, it's it's callbacks, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, my number th- number three here's Penny Benjamin. Benjamin. Number four is the love interest car is a Porsche. Um, Maverick saves a pilot that's in trouble in the air. Um, the Great Balls of Fire, obviously. Mm-hmm. The F fourteen Tomcat, obviously. Um, he hits him with the. Uh, he doesn't say it. He doesn't say it this time, and that that would probably go in my nitpick. But like he doesn't hit him with the, I'm gonna hit the brakes and he'll fly right by. Like he but, does. But they do the move. Doesn't he does the move, but he doesn't say it. No. And that's a that's a great line. Yeah, it's an amazing line. But they but they paid homage to it, right? Which was perfect because you can't have that. Can't have a dogfight with that without that's, him doing that's, it. That's like uh, Jordan with the fadeaway. Right. Right. Um, the flyby. I got the flyby. Pisses off the commander getting yelled at about the hard deck. Um, Iceman has been Maverick's wingman this whole time. Yep. Um, the, the, you fly jets long enough. And then uh, uh, again, this is from Viper, but someone telling Maverick to let it go. Like the Viper's telling him to let it, let goose go. Iceman telling him you got to let it go. Like um, anyway, those, those were all the, the, the callbacks for me. And, and and with the trailer too, they make it seem like Rooster is pissed off at Mav because you know he killed his father, right? Right. And so you're thinking that's the whole thing, but no, he pulls his his uh, his papers, his, not, papers. not West Point, he but yeah, he pulls papers, his, get the papers. Get the papers. But he pulls his papers because he wasn't ready. Oh, such a, it's such a good and the whole father stuff and father and mother. Meg Ryan's character passing away from, they say cancer. Was that what they just yeah. said? She died. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't bring her back because she's, she looks like she lives in Newport. That, that's one of my nitpicks. Killing her off is, is one of my nitpicks. 
but she went she went absolutely crazy and got like a, a five hundred thousand dollars surgery, plastic surgery. Yeah. yeah they couldn't have they couldn't have brought her back right but i mean like even just killing her off is like did, did does does he have to have but does both his parents have to be gone i mean it's yeah. like that's it just put some oomph into his you right. know all right so um best scene doug uh, i mean i feel like i already hit on it like it's it's, it's just anything in an airplane <laughs> but, <laughs> dude all the i i mean obviously the third act the whole third act is amazing like all the the whole the whole aerial battle the whole mission anything that took place in the air like the like him him and rooster in the in the down dive when they're swirling right like just any like just that stuff was just like all the airplane stuff was just blowing me away um so that's the first thing that comes to mind for me uh, and, and as far as that one of those last action scenes just such a key moment where you kind of go fuck is when they get they're in the tomcat they get missile lock on one of the on the gen fives and the guy just like spins away from it that was so fucking cool and they go oh shit there he goes, <laughs> yeah, like, like, he goes like, what the do, fuck it was, was like that? you can do that <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that <clears throat> i thought like i so to me watching the trailer again I, I thought it played out to where you know they're on this mission and mav goes and steals the fucking project jet right and then comes and saves the day Right? right, like that's how I saw it playing out, and that still would have been really fucking cool. But it couldn't get any cooler than them beating them all in a fucking shitbox Tomcat. Yeah, and I didn't even pick it up when they saw the aerial. The, you know, they there he goes. They they still hold on to some dinosaurs too, or some uh, uh, dinosaurs. Yep. But yeah, uh, there's the, they're, they're holding on to relics or some shit like relics, that. Uh, yeah. relics from the past. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, so so Trevor, your best scene was <sighs> I don't know, man. I think I think one of my the one that resonates with me the most was is when he you know, they have no faith that they can win or that they can do it, they can pull it off and then he robs the jet and does it himself. Yeah. To prove it. And he fucking nails it. Like that's just that talk about a sports movie. That's that halftime speech. Yeah, right. That that's, that was gonna be that was gonna be mine as well. Was that's like the Rudy speech. Maverick getting behind, like Maverick doing the impossible. You know, it's it's nobody else can do this except for Mav. Like that type that thing right. that that was my favorite. And and just watching all of them go. Holy fuck, he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. And then that leads to the um kind of the hubris scene with Ham. Right. Where he goes, you know, you stole a, a two point whatever million dollar jet. And and drove and flew it to the point where it is it it's non functioning fly again. Yeah. 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 Um so, no, but yeah, I, that was, yeah. Any nitpicks. The house, now that I know it's the same house, that's a nitpick for sure. Um, I will say it was a wonderful scene, and it was probably the biggest point of comedic relief in the movie. But when they're both grounded, he runs up to him and fucking pushes him. I thought I thought that hit a high, pretty high cheese point. There was 
but in, in, in holistically it 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 brought everybody down right everybody we're all like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then like that happens and it, the whole fucking theater you know laughed and it was very much this feel good situation Doug any nitpicks um kind of like the old person love scene <laughs> where there wasn't any actual love going on yeah there was no take my breath take your breath away yeah like that was pretty that racy was pretty scene I was like rolling in my chair for 60 seconds at the start of the football scene. I was like, what are they doing with two footballs? What is this game? What yeah, are dude. they doing? But then he's like, we're playing dog fight. For, what's he called? Dog fight dog, football. Dog fight football, yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. So Offense, they, defense they, at the same time. They yeah, explained like they, it. So they I was quickly, like, thank God. <laughs> they quickly recover from a lot of like, oh, that's a, that's a miss. And then very quickly they recover from it. Yeah, like they went through this and watched it, and were or, or however they did this, it was done so well for uh, people specifically like me and 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 I, th- I think all of us that <sighs> find something silly to nitpick in a movie, and it kind of diminishes the movie. Yeah, I'm dude, I loved it, but yeah, there's. So I've 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 got a couple. Um, I've already mentioned killing off Meg Ryan. Um, yeah. I would have liked to seen to have seen the Polaroid. Like of all the pictures he's got up there, I would have loved to have seen the Polaroid that Goose takes in the opening. Yeah, of yeah, that's a miss with the bird. Like if, we're, if we're going, if we're going through shit like that, then I would love to see that Polaroid. Um, Maybe it was. Maybe I gotta look again. Nobody spilled any coffee. Yeah, like uh, why yeah. did they have the coffee spill at the, on the flyby? Like they, they or, or, any, or any, but there's there's two big coffee spills in the original Top Gun. We we could have had a coffee spill somewhere. Yeah. Figure out a way. I feel like um, that was and, that was thought out, and that would, they 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 specifically decided not to do that. Right, and I'll and I'll and I'll say it. I might. I this this might go over like uh, a, a fucking lead balloon, but um, I think too many talk to me gooses. Like we 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 had a few too many of those. There's a talk to me rooster. There's a talk to me goose. There's a talk to me dad. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, and in the beginning, when he's in this, when he's in the spaceship thing, he says, "Talk to me, goose." When he's in the, um, then he says, "He says, talk to me, goose." Later, then there's a talk to me, dad. Um, there was a little too much of that for me. Yeah, I liked it. Like it, it didn't hit because we'd already heard it. Like Maverick saying it in the spaceship. Like, come on, like we're not. We're not dealing with this. isn't This isn't the high leverage point like the end of the movie was, where um, you know Mav's saying this like as he's disengaged in the first movie, and he's going talk to me, goose, talk to me, goose, talk to me, goose, like trying to fucking gain the, trying to find the will to to reengage and go save Iceman's life. Um, but like they just threw it around this time, like almost like he says it like every single time he goes in the air. Kind of so like, it, it was diminished. Yeah, like it, it, they they should have saved it for sure. I could um, see that. Yeah, I could see it. And I've got okay. So then, so those those are my only nitpicks. It also it was oh, a, a I got one part of. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it got a little a little absurd at the end there when when. Uh, Pete Mitchell went down, and then Rooster comes and stays, and then he goes down. And then they meet up together, and you know, 
run to another jet through a field of enemies and i was like it's getting a little absurd i don't mind (laughs) i i got i was getting very worried in the stealing of the in the stealing of the thing and stealing of the tomcat in kind of a like hitch kind of way like the first three quarters of this movie was fucking amazing and then what did they do with the fucking last quarter yeah um but i think at large that's gonna be what you're gonna hear people talk about that there that was the miss on this was like the 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 full cheese at the end but it needed it 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 it's fine it led to some cool stuff so yeah they 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 totally redeemed themselves um (laughs) And in the heist movie thing, right? There's a problem with the getaway. They've got to find a new getaway car. Yeah, and they do something like unbelievable. It kind of fits that thing a little bit. Yeah. Um, and my 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 final nitpick is, if I'm Rooster, I'm looking Pete Mitchell square in the eye and being like, "Hey, you know, it's been thirty years." I'd really like my dad's dog tags. <laughs> Sorry, I threw them off of the I carriage. threw them in the fucking ocean instead of giving them to his son. That's how I let go. <laughs> Fuck you, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah, they should have at least very, said, like, it, that would have been a fact. very reasonable like in in all the things that they would have been like upset about it's like okay Maverick is cleared. It's not Maverick's fault. The goose died. Shit happens. It's dangerous, right? But like, that could have been the premise of why, in a worse movie, in a much worse movie, Rooster is pissed off that he doesn't have his dad's dog tags, or at least uh, Mexican. Yeah, and he'd have, and he'd at least have that would have been a plausible thing to be really fucking mad about. Like, why the fuck would you throw those in there? <laughs> oh my god! I was watching because I watched the first one after the. I watched the first one again in between the two viewings of the the new one. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I'm like, Rooster would want those, <laughs> but like, you forget about the little four year old boy. Where where did it get misty for you guys? In this one, <laughs> uh, at least there's I think there's three or four times for me. Um, but yeah, just like I said earlier, the beginning of the movie, like as soon as the credits come on, the music comes on, they should flash the little message like the first Top Gun, um, goosebumps and single tear. There, I was like just excited, and then like the Val Kilmer stuff hit me just because I love Val Kilmer. Yeah, and then the end of it, you know. Same as the first Top Gun. I always I love the ending of both movies when they're all cheering and everybody's stoked. Yeah, I got I got real misty. Very. Uh, I got I, I should look into this. Um, but but the, <laughs> this the may same, be a condition. The same the same emotion that hits me when um, Armageddon. When I had to be talked about this not too long ago, when they're all coming home, they're on the tarmac, and the kid runs out and and runs to his dad. The same character. Who's the actor? The We're guy from Yellowstone and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. So, but anyway, when um, they're in the hangar working on the P fifty one Lightning, and the he, he looks through the he looks through the you know through the, a gap in the plane and sees a little girl and sees Jennifer Connelly's daughter, right? Because they played yeah. it very well, like the same thing, you know, when he comes back and and Charlie's off doing something, right? 
um, same way. Like, oh, you know, they went on a sailing trip. Like, they couldn't, they couldn't take it because he says to her, "I'll, I'll, I'll never leave you again." And right there, I go, "Fuck, he's definitely dying." They can't say that <laughs> right. and not kill him. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's like the that's like the most you know the, used foresight in movies ever. Right. And and anybody, anytime anybody's talking about absolutes, it's like, right. well, okay. Yeah. I mean, oh, they never. Okay, sure, pal. You know, right, like I said, like I keep expecting to die. They definitely do that to you. That's definitely a point that they they try to because and, you know even going back to the trailer, the way that there was the funeral and the stamping of the the wings into the casket, and and like and, and then they you know flash to Jennifer Connelly crying, and so it's like you know that you know he dies. It's like when is he gonna die? They show yeah they show you planes getting hit. They show the funeral. They show Maverick like you know stamping his wings in there like. They are doing everything, and and even in even in one of the previews, it's like if these if one of these they're, they're your pilots, if something happens to them, you'll never forgive yourself. Cut to funeral, plane right. crashes, and it's like the fact that somebody didn't die other than Iceman is right is, is kind of wild to me. And I'm like, they yeah. can't they can't kill Goose's kid too. Like they can't do that. That's just too right. much. Um, and then. Sorry, wrapping it up at, at the end when they're kind of discussing it. It's like, oh, you got two? No, I got three. Oh, well, that makes you that blah, makes blah, blah, an but, ace. Yeah. And that, but that makes Maverick an ace. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. That was the um, So the, the, <clears throat> I cried at different spots. Sorry, I got dusty in different spots in each viewing. The first time was at the end. Okay. And, and looking back, I'm surprised. Like when the Niners played the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I want you to talk about football. It, when the Niners <laughs> played the Ravens in the Super Bowl, like I cried at the beginning of that, like because I, I was so fucking excited. Um, uh, I did not cry at the beginning of this, even with the, I, I got the goosebumps, I got all that, and I was yeah. and 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 but did not have the excitement cry. So the first time through, I made it through the whole movie, even through the Iceman stuff. And and then at the end, it got a little dusty with all the hugs and the fucking like, you know, hey, we're the best and you fucking rock and you saved my life. And that's what my dad would do. And that like. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, then the second time through, it was all the flashbacks to the uh, Great Balls of Fire scene in Top Gun. Yeah, well, and finally looks out and, at him. And, yeah, yeah, and there is something, and and I I said at the beginning of this that I that crying in Creed at the end every single fucking time, and and the getting dusty with uh, um with the great balls of fire on the second viewing, it's always like little boys growing up without their dads, um, yeah. and that just as a father of two boys, I'm like get on um, it's fucking it's, i think there's some garage dust in here but um <laughs> th that shit just fucking you put that in any movie a little kid like if i've got to think of a little kid who has to grow up without his dad like adonis or like rooster it's like oh man fuck he was oh shit and there it goes every single fucking time um but that's those were the two things things that those are the two different places that got me, and I see it again tomorrow. I might cry in a different fucking spot. Yeah, it's, no. gonna, it's gonna keep. It's gonna keep giving. I'll, I'll say I haven't like we talk about getting the feels in the beginning. I was like, 
I haven't felt that excited for something since I like I bought my dream car like six years ago. Like it, it was, I was like, I can't believe this is finally happening. And it happened yeah. right when the the you know the bell strikes the ding, ding. And yeah then, and I'm just like oh my fucking and, that, and then they I'm put so the text they get the text up on the screen I was so happy another <laughs> uh, another callback I didn't mention earlier but when he first gets to San Diego and he's ripping on the motorcycle yep. along with the jet that was awesome yep yep and and it was funny because in the again in the trailer they have him on a a new R one. And in the in that scene, he still has the old piece of shit. The, the original ninja. Yeah, yeah. It's the he. It's yeah. They're both ninjas, but yeah, you got the 2019 one. Um, man, what a movie! I'll tell you what. Who I'm gonna I'm gonna answer my own question first. But what new side character do you guys like the most? For for me, Bob Glenn Glenn, Glenn Powell as Hangman was perfectly cast. That guy fucking killed it. Um, you mentioned it earlier, but yeah, he was like in that Iceman role. I thought I thought that guy was absolutely perfect with that shit-eating grin he had. Yeah, like, dude, that guy killed it for me. He he stood out. I mean, I I think it's Bob. I absolutely fucking love Bob. <clears throat> Bob had Bob. The, he had the quiet confidence, like that that little line where he goes, you know, he's like, or woman, I I no offense or didn't mean to offend and bob just leans out and goes yet somehow you always do <laughs> <laughs> yeah like bob just like it's like bob has like just big dick energy for yeah. the entire but, fucking way through but what's your call sign it's bob, bob. Yeah. <laughs> um the i mean the chick pulls it off yeah she's great mhm um without getting like and that's another part like they 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 phoenix yeah. yeah to not get you know political but like they used inclusivity very well in this movie well, they didn't highlight it they didn't make it like a fucking thing but if you look at it they represented I mean, everybody there was like just in that scene like the offense like you know you seem to offend it but you do it every time you know you seem to do it so well yeah, yeah. like they, they did it really well and I mean, like, don't don't forget that the original movie was basically a propaganda film, and they did this. They did a a patriotic movie without being political in any way. They did this so well. Yeah, no, and, it's um. I mean the 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 American military can do anything, you know thing is like they didn't have an enemy in either movie that was like specific right, right. it was because the same enemy both times it, it, with the message being it doesn't matter it's america yeah. who gives a shit mm -hmm. right um and you know the i mean the first movie created was the best recruiting tool that's ever happened for the navy in the air in the air force right and they got in the first movie, in exchange for like using the planes and using the footage and stuff, they got the Navy and got like um, script. You know, they they got right of refusal on the script kind of thing. They they could like take out or put in basically anything they wanted. Um, but you know, that's those those are the trade offs you make when you're trying to fucking make a, a realistic movie. Like 
I think part of the thing that going back to the realism of the of the of the flight scenes, I can't think of another movie that's even tried to do something like this to compare it to. Like there hasn't been an evolution of like dope flight scenes. You had all the shit from the eighties, and then I guess that movie Stealth, maybe, but like I don't know that I even saw it with like Jessica Beale and Jamie Foxx, like Josh uh, Lucas. I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was kind of like them versus like the unmanned plane thing. Yeah. But if it, any what did they call Eddie's is... character? I keep it was so good. Kane? No, yeah, but like they called him like the drone something. Oh, the um Lord of the Drones or or the Drone Ranger, I think. Yeah, the Drone Ranger. <laughs> That's good. Um I okay, so I've got I got a I got another theory about um and this one's about Hangman and and Rooster. Um I know Hangman's supposed to be the Iceman character. And but he reverses Iceman, it. Iceman, Ice didn't make mistakes, right? That was his whole thing. Fuck, right. cool as ice, like doesn't make mistakes, just like waits you out for you to fuck up. Wouldn't leave your wingman, right? That because that would be a mistake. Ice doesn't make mistakes. Right. Hangman is the opposite. He's the, he's the Maverick. Ham, Hangman is Maverick. Yeah. Pre goose dying. Yeah. And Rooster is Maverick post goose dying. Yeah. Won't engage, super careful, waiting to it's, it's not right, it's not right. Like it's not that they're playing, you know, it's it, anyway, that's that's my they mix a lot of characters. They they blended a lot of characters from old to new. It's they were like, okay, let's give Maverick what if Maverick had Ice's personality? And they were like, Glenn Powell, go do that. And then Rooster was like, Okay, what if you know Goose was you know what if what if Maverick died? What 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 if Maverick was taller um <laughs> for the last half of Top Gun? <laughs> um so but no that that was my thing about like because there was there was something like even in watching the movie it was just something that bothered me. It was like Iceman didn't make mistakes and and Hangman is not and 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 Ice was the best. He won Top Gun. That was that was like probably my favorite line of the movie. Was I remember was like, I was oh, you, you guys, uh, you and Cyclone have something in common, and you, you know he won uh, in '88 or whatever. And he goes, "Well, you know, I came in second. Just want to manage expectations." Yeah, that um, was good. I like that. But uh, but yeah, that was my that was my look at at that, that's my view on on the Iceman slash Hangman thing is that it's not really Iceman. It's actually it's it's like dickish Maverick. Yeah. I love I love that. I thought he played that role so good. He crushed it. Yeah, he did really well. He crushed it. Um and Miles Teller crushed it. Miles Teller's yeah. great. Watch yeah. all his movies. He's good. He's he whiplash? Whiplash is great Whiplash because of J.K. Yeah. Simmons. Um, yeah, Miles Teller, I do not like him, but yeah, he was good in this. I'm not going to hate on him. He's a he's a local up here. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. also like kind of a monster. Like he was fucking big. I didn't realize he was that big. Well, he's working with five, 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 six Tom Cruise. Right, and, Go- and Goose was a, and Goose was tall as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it's just an amazing fucking movie. It's it's so it's perfect. Yeah, I think it's just like you see so many of these legacy sequels and they just they're just depressing because you're seeing these guys from movies that you loved and now they're just, you know, fat, old and slower and it's not fun to watch. They and not that wasn't the case in this. Like like I said, best and dude, what was thirty six years? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's insane. The worst like you look at these as a cash grab. Like you we've we've been through so many of these, right? Yeah. That um it's hard not to, like my our defenses were up. Like I, I think and I said this when the reviews started to come out. I'm like, oh yeah, they might have pulled this off. I was well, gonna see it regardless, right? I, yeah, and if you think about did you guys get the um the Tom Cruise address in the beginning? Yes. With the second time, yeah. That way, so that I that was fantastic. I love that, but they they stuck to this movie. They wanted this movie. They needed this movie to be in the theaters. Oh yeah, like if you look at this movie compared to um, what is it, Tenet, the Christopher Nolan movie? They were both yeah. finished at the same time. Tenet yeah. dropped direct to streaming and performed poorly. But Tom Cruise, he waited until. The theaters are back. And yeah, it, it 156 million dollar opening weekend, the biggest of his career. The biggest by of like, his career. By his almost three X. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it, the more you look at it, and and you know, I, as you look at it holistically, he had, he was in the driver's seat for this movie. He had and, all of the control, and, the, and it was yeah. fucking great. So the the, the interview, the podcast, the interview with the, uh, I listened to a podcast. The director was interviewed there. Um, and he's talking about how they got it made and they're like, okay, they sent him the script. He had been talking with Tom Cruise about it on oblivion because he was the director for oblivion. Uh They'd been talking about top gun. They send him a script and he's like, Hey, I think we should, uh, I think what was his notes on it? Like make him a test pilot, right? That's how they got him to stay in the in the in the navy. Um, and he had a couple other. That's notes like a low ranking officer. That right? They had he had a couple other notes. That anyway, they fly out to Tom Cruise, wherever Tom Cruise is at, and they fly out and they sit down with Tom Cruise and they give him these notes, and he's like, "Okay, cool." Picks up the phone in front of them, calls Paramount, and goes. We're doing this movie. And that's what greenlit the movie. Yeah. I mean, that's it's and like that's how much fucking juice he has. Yeah. Like, that like he's telling the studio. No, granted, right? The studio has probably been sitting there going like throwing hey, sequels at him for 36 years. Yeah. And well, he's he... they're going like, I'm not a sequel guy. I don't do fucking sequels. Right. If we're gonna do, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it my way. But and, we're, and, gonna do, we're gonna do it my way, and and like, but it know. was protected. It was it was certainly protected because they didn't like the Porsche reference, for instance, right? Every new movie and every even show has this very obvious product placement. They've gotten better at it, but it's it's, it's the it's the Iron Man R eight thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and you can just tell. It's like, oh well, obviously they they fund they had partial funding in the movie. Right. They protected this movie from any of that. Even even Rooster shows up in a vintage uh, Bronco. Yeah, 
but 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 it was, but it was, you're right. But it was very cool to see that they they didn't give anything because they needed that Porsche to be still a classic, but today's classic as the the Porsche in the first movie, the Roadster, was that era's classic Porsche, right? Right, like that untouchable kind of unicorn car, and that's what this one is here. Like they and Tom Cruise is a big car guy, big motorcycle guy, and this is there was all of these little places where they could have given and there could have been some kind of bastardization of it, but they didn't. And it, it, that's where I that's where I see Tom Cruise's influence in it. Be like, no, nah, this has to be done the right way. I've, I, there's one thing I wanted to talk about that I needed to talk about that I didn't realize about. I learned something about the first movie and watching the second. Nice. When Meg Ryan is talking to uh, Maverick in the in the Great Balls of Fire scene in the first one. Yeah. And it's Goose is already overplaying the, the piano. Um, and it's just Maverick and the two girls. And Meg Ryan goes, Goose told me all about that time you went ballistic with Peggy Ben with Penny Benjamin. See, I even called her Peggy right there. Um, and at the time, like at the time as a kid, I had no idea what that meant, other than like hearing we're going ballistic mav yeah goose in that movie and being like and then looking up okay what does ballistic means oh okay they're breaking they're, they're going they're going mach one they're going the speed of sound or faster great so i'm like i just as i grew up i'm like okay that's just a euphemism for fucking he, he boned her he railed her he fucking he went ballistic with her right and then in this movie she's talking about or that they, they're talking about together how he got in trouble for buzzing, for taking her up in the F-18. Right. And then, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They reference that. So, like, I, so, anyways, that's what I learned from about the first one was that, like, no, he didn't. Sure, he was fucking her. But also, he snuck her into a fucking plane. He snuck an admiral's daughter into the plane and probably did one of his flybys with her, with her. in yeah. the plane. Yeah. It's not just like making a pass at her and the admiral gets pissed off, but putting her in the fucking plane and doing a flyby of a fucking tower with her in the plane. That's awesome. Badass. That, okay, I will say there was a hole. How do they not know who he is? Who? Like, he's sitting in the bar with them. They throw him out of the bar. How do they not know? Who he is? How is his not fucking? How is not his picture not everywhere? He's sixty. He's not supposed to be in the fucking navy. I mean, one of the things they had to figure out was how the fuck are we going to keep a sixty-year-old still in the navy? Right. Well, yeah, they say it in the beginning. Why? Why are you a captain? You should be a whatever admiral by senator. now. Yeah. Senator. Yeah. Senator. Yeah. Yeah. So they and do so say like that. That was as as it got farther from the original, that became a bigger thing, and I think that might have also been like part of the reason that it finally got made was that Tom Cruise can't pull off test pilot even much longer. Right? Like Yeah, so they had they put him at the end of it. They put him in as as the dying breed, right? As the last one of them. But I mean like as an actor, Tom Cruise is getting closer to the point where it's not believable that he would even still be a test pilot. Yeah. Right, so it's like now now it's like okay tom if you want to do this movie we figured out how to keep you in the navy we figured out all these other things T- 
time to do it. Um, you want to do best I, best quotes? But I'm I'm good with I'm good with them not knowing who he is because the Navy's a big fucking, you know. Yeah, and you gotta remember he never not. he didn't win Top Gun. He got second, so they might not have seen his name up on that board. So yeah, and and, been, and, and they're all. So and I I was texting this with you guys. I was like, "Fuck, Rooster was like four in Top Gun, which means he was born in probably '82, generously. Which is I was born '81, which would make Rooster needing to be 39. And then I had to go look up Miles Teller, expecting Miles Teller to be like 29, and being like, "Okay, guys, this doesn't make sense, Durr. Um, But he's 35, so fucking. I mean, it's not perfect, but. Yeah. But how old? I mean, like, how old are fighter pilots? That that's the that's the continuum here, because like F one drivers who are probably the most comparable humans, F one drivers and astronauts, right? Right, as far as as motor skills and you know quick twitch muscles and all that kind of shit, they're all like they they age out at fucking thirty, right? Right, these guys are nineteen and twenty, so that's another part where it's like, well, how old are how old are these pilots? Because they they pre- they present in their mid to late twenties. Right, because they're all have perfect skin and they're all fucking jacked, right? Like, yeah, you know. But and I love, I love yeah, the Bob wears t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt, the beach guy. Uh, best quote of the movie. Oh, what is it? What's his name? Tom Cruise is uh like not assistant, but like underling. Hondo. Hondo, yeah, go see Hondo about those push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets something, he goes go. When he's shooting them all down, yeah. So a good movie. See so again tomorrow. Or like when he get, when he uh, when he hits the Mach ten, he crashes, and then he walks into the little diner. Yeah, everybody's like looking at him. He's like, "Where am I?" And the little kid's like, "Earth." Earth? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The, the um Ed Harris, the just the old bald guy at the beginning sending him off to Top Gun was just I was like it's just Chef's kiss like yeah they're just doing everything right and then like when he pulls up to that gate and he flies over him do you see like the roof of the little thing pop oh, up dude, and, Ed yeah. Harris, and Ed Harris doesn't move yeah oh and he staggers just a little bit yeah yeah just a little bit of a stagger the director the director was talking about that he's like yeah that was a one shot scene. <laughs> Yeah, he's like couldn't do that again. <laughs> um, such a good fucking movie. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was it was exactly what I wanted it to be. I think that's the big thing is like right, right. It was, mean, we're, it, we're, it, there was no disappointment in it. Yeah, like they, it was better. It was better than I could have ever imagined it to be. Yeah. yeah. And that says so much because I think ever since it was public that they were making a sequel, I've been nervous about it since then. Like, please don't fuck this up. Right. And then it's like, all right, Tom Cruise is in it. Okay, we're going, we're getting there. Right. And like, then don't do a, we don't need a remake. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but like the only way to do it is Maverick in the Viper role. And then they figured out a way to get Maverick into a plane. And my cousin I'll and even, I, yeah, I'll even and I've even forgiven them for all the hokey shit between the push and stealing the F 14. 
Because that's goofy as shit, and that's that's more behind enemy lines than it is fucking Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I like behind enemy lines, but yeah, it's not movie. Top Gun, yeah. right? Like Maverick's supposed to be in the air, but they got Maverick into the air, and um, they got Goose's son into the fucking rear seat of an F fourteen. And uh, they got to, he got to shoot down he got to shoot down a couple like the F fourteen didn't work right like not just didn't work but like he had missile lock and missed like that they were acknowledged like just the just the fact that Maverick was failing up there in the F fourteen was also cool yeah well they were right. underdogs. Right, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't a given that just because it was Maverick and just because it was an F fourteen that 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 was enough. Right, well, it's, it's not about the plan; it's about the pilot. Right, yeah. and they were outgunned in the corner. Right? <laughs> yeah. he, he 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 had to that whole fucking thing where he gets, um, he you know he like zips when the when the 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 two patrol ones show up and they move into their attack formation, and then he like zips behind one, hits it with the guns. And it starts fucking sputtering and falling. He's like, all right, tell me when there's smoke in the air. And then basically uses the other enemy plane as a fucking, as its own flare. Yeah. Um, to, to take the missile from, from the, uh, from the other enemy plane was just like, okay, the K, the KG old man's fucking doing some shit. He's, he's, yeah. he's going to, he's, he's pulling it off a little bit. I mean, that was some outlandish shit, like splitting it to splitting the Sam. You know, and the flares like that was. I mean, it's obviously fucking outrageous and and almost near impossible, but it was fucking perfect. I mean, even all the fucking training stuff, where he's like that thing where he's like flying up between them. Yeah, like, you know, we'd seen that a thousand times in the in the previews, but like, yeah, it was still fucking cool. It still you hit. Know? Yeah, it was. Yeah. like, hey, where is he? And then he just like fucking like like curls up over them. Um, right before they go into that fucking nosedive thing with with Rooster, um, nah, just fucking amazing. So good. And that this move, is... by the way, was done is done with like World War One single prop and like Red Bull uh, flying trick planes, not F 18s Right. The um, and then the P fifty one Mustang being in it was just that, that's my dad's favorite plane. Yep. Um, I, I made I had a bunch of models of those when I was a kid. And uh, that was my dad's favorite plane. So when I would draw planes as a kid, just like that was the plane I drew because it was like it's a, a fairly simple silhouette and it's fucking cool looking. And um, I think like, I think Tom Cruise has one. Oh, that that plane in the movie is his. This is right. Yeah, there's only two flyable in the world, and he owns one of them. <laughs> have you guys seen the thing with him taking James Corden up in the air? I haven't. Is it good? It's 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 properly done. It's funny. Yeah, there's great video of uh, him taking all those actors and testing them in the in the planes. I think like well, four, uh, out of, four out of six of them puked. <laughs> I, I mean, I keep seeing that that was part of the, they can use the planes, but he can't touch the controls. Yeah. So every, every time we see the, um, 
anytime we see their face in the plane, basically they're in the back seat of an F-18 right. um, doing their thing. Like they're actually in like, those are like, as he says in the beginning, those are real G's. Yeah. Like that is fucking, and it's, it's wild because you just can't, it's so like, it's so they're, they're it's so fucking powerful that it's like, they literally can't control them, their neck sometimes to make it work. That's um, insane. It's fucking, it's, it's, they, so much care and so much detail in this, in this movie. And they're like, yeah, that, that must be like two G's. He's like four, actually. <laughs> or seven or whatever. Nine. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, nine. It only takes 7.3. It's like, well, you know, we'll see what you can take kind of shit. <laughs> um, waking him up, waking the, waking up Cyclone with the missile lock. Not Cyclone. Uh, payback? No, Payback yeah. went on the... I forget what his name was. Waking him up with the missile lock was fucking genius. Yeah, and the way they, the way they did the tunnel vision, like as they're climbing, like the as they uh, as start to block climbing, out. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to see the the initial the first miracle hit. Yep. Right, that they did that. That was fucking sick. Yeah, that's where they had to push themselves, like right before blackout. And that entire coffin corner section. Was just fucking amazing. Yeah. So fucking good. I I the last time I saw a movie twice in the theaters was John Wick three, and that was because I I was like I'm not missing it. I don't want to see any spoilers. I'm gonna go watch it. And then like, the wife wanted to watch it too. And a couple of days later, I probably haven't seen a movie three times in theaters since I was like twelve years old, and I had nothing better to do, and girls weren't talking to me. <laughs> I've so, I saw the most recent Spider-Man in the theaters twice, but as second time was a Christmas Day viewing with my nephew who loves Spider-Man. There you go. So yeah, I can't. Um, I'm not. Did I see? No, I, I don't think I even saw Endgame twice. Yeah. Oh boy. Endgame got me again. Little fucking little daughter growing up without a dad. Yeah. Endgame got me a couple of times as well. Now this, uh, I again, I just I could not be more pleased. And I, I've spent all of my time talking to people about this. <laughs> if I'm like, I my buddy Nick, who uh, he's like, I'm like, dude, they, I'm like. I told him I highly recommend this is the, the strongest endorsement I've given this movie is I highly recommend you see Maverick, but to everybody else, it's been like, it's been like more like just, just letting them know it's not ruined. I've just been like, Hey, they pulled it off. Yeah, they did it. They pulled it off. And like, without being like, Greatest movie I've ever seen, like or any of this other better than the original. I just like I was I'm not trying to fucking like blow expectations out of the water when I when I tell people that haven't seen it. And but my buddy Nick was like, he's like, dude, I've been really excited to see this. And my friends have been making fun of me. And I'm like, you and I don't have the same friends. You're talking to the wrong you got the wrong kind of friends. Yeah. Right. You need to separate yourself immediately. Right. 
Yeah, if you don't uh, like Top Gun one or two, fuck you. Seriously, <laughs> like if that's not a big deal to you that this movie's coming out, like yeah. you get that yourself. I invited someone. I set him up, and I'm like, "All right, you want to go ten fifteen tonight?" He's like, "To what?" I'm like, "The movie." He goes, "What movie?" I'm like, "Bro, I don't, I'm not even talking to you anymore." That's right. basically a no. Yeah. yeah. What movie? I'm pushing. I'm I'm coming up on forty, and I'm going to see a movie at ten fifteen at night. You best know what fucking movie it is. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Yeah, there's a template for that demographic. Right. No, but I mean, like, this was, like, the formative movie. Like, my my mom had a uh, Buick station wagon. And the door armrests in the back had, like, it was, like, flat. And then it had, like, this, like, nice, like, tilt from like seven to one on the on like the like the handle part so owen and i would both we each had our own fucking uh flight stick so we're in the back we're flying fucking top gun or airwolf or whatever the fuck we're doing we're flying that some bitch every single day in the back of that car doing fucking all the noises all the sounds i don't know why i'm alive because if my kids were doing it, I'd have crashed the car on purpose. But um, my mother's a, a better parent than than I'll ever be. Uh, and, anyways, just a just a perfect movie. But yeah, a very formative movie for my childhood, and one that like has aged incredibly well. Incredibly well, especially that like that era is becoming popular again for the third time. I mean, Doug and I just saw it in theaters last year. Yeah. That was an interesting experience for me because I had just gotten my second COVID shot and was like, I had the fucking chills in the movie. I could not get warm in that fucking movie theater. <laughs> but I fucking, you know, I've, I've, I've seen Top Gun in theaters now two or three times. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I have not. I've never. Weeze and I went for like the, the maybe the 25th anniversary because this was just 35th last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Weeze and I went for the 25th and then those are, I've definitely seen it twice. I might have seen it a third time. But if it's in theaters, I go and see it. Yeah. That, that like once made me want to go see a lot of the old classics in the theater that I never got to see. Did you guys listen to the soundtrack? The new one? Yeah. The Lady Gaga song? Lady Gaga song fucking slaps. But they did an updated theme. Hmm. The theme is updated and it's fantastic. I'll have to download that on my Apple Music. Yeah, I've been listening to it for a couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I'll just play it. Oh, fuck, we're taking separate cars. Damn it. Tomorrow, yeah. I'll call her. That's what I'll do. I'll call her and just like leave it on speaker and just like blast it in my car, or just get her phone and, and like you know get the uh, get the app out and and just play and just say just hit play when you yeah. get in the car, please. I, baby, I made a playlist for you. Uh, yeah, I, I need you to. Get, I need you to get in the mood. 
Yeah. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Here, you hit play. Yeah. I'm going to go get washed up. Here's a playlist for you. And and I, I appreciate that Maverick has grown as a as an as an adult to not come over to somebody's house uh for dinner and then ask to shower at their place and then have dinner actually go shower and then put on the same fucking clothes he was playing volleyball in like (laughs) that that shows growth to me you're you're correct that's a real that's a that's a christian move right there Not, not the religion, Christian. My buddy, Christian. <laughs> the the volleyball into. Oh, he, here's the thing. Chris, Chris wouldn't have showered. No. Um, he'd have just eaten, and then and then left. And then left. Probably farted. Yeah. Such a good movie. I'm so fucking pumped. And I'm so I'm so. Um, the other thing I'm excited about, it is universal praise. Like, we're not standing out here on some goofy fucking street corner with, like, pamphlets trying to convince people this is a good fucking movie. Yeah, it's taking the world by storm. It's, like, dare I say, like, they have they have expanded Oscars now, like for like, for exactly this type of thing. Right? That, like... This is not a movie where anybody is going to win a writing credit um, or a or a, a acting or costumes or any of this other shit. Yeah, it's going to be c- c- cinematography. But there's, it's got a case. It's going to have a case for being best picture. Wait, better. At, least, at least nominated. God, I'd love to see this nominated. Right? How cool would that <laughs> How oh, sick would that be? Like, and, and my mom tonight because we're I, when I, I I finally told her I'm like, listen, mom, we're gonna go see a fucking we're gonna go see Top Gun, and she's like, I've heard the reviews are excellent. I'm like, I've seen it twice. It's fucking good, and she she laughed like, what are you? She was just, she gave me the like the what are you what are you doing? You're you have two kids. You're married. How were you able to go see a movie twice inside of four days? And I'm like. I've been going to nine o'clock and ten fifteen showings. That's what I've been fucking doing. Yeah, this is the perfect time to do it. Yeah. And and again, solo movies at ten fifteen is like my favorite fucking hobby. It's just it's the perfect amount of me time. See, I'm on the opposite side of things. I like going to that early morning. Those early morning ones. <coughs> See, yeah, daytime movies for me don't hit the same. I like late night movies. Like I like getting out of the movie theater like one a.m. Like I, I, there's something about seeing a movie late, especially an action movie. It's got to, it's got to be at night. Yeah, I don't care. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too picky that way. I just don't have any choice. Doug, what's your, what's your, what do you go to refreshments at the movies? Um, I'm a popcorn. I usually get popcorn and water. I'm pretty simple. Sometimes, if I'm gonna get like a snack, I'll get either Reese's Pieces or Bunch of Crunch. Those are my go-to's. Bunch of Crunch is good. Yeah, you can't beat Reese's Pieces. That's yeah, Mount Rushmore. Sour Patch Kids. Really? You're sour? Oh god! 
fucking love Sour Patch Kids. I hate Sour Patch Kids. Oh, they're so fucking good. Eat them two at a time and you get all sorts of fucking just weird flavors in your mouth. It's fucking, it's fucking cool. I also got an Icy for this movie and I haven't gotten an Icy and I can't remember. Probably since I was a child. Half Coke, half Cherry. Oh, you gotta, you gotta split them up. You gotta go the half. Dude, it was so good. I did not get I did not ingest any liquid for this movie because I wasn't I wasn't getting up. You're not really like a liquid guy though. Like that's how you get gout, you know. I know. Well, no, it was the problem with getting gout was all the beer I was drinking with all the red meat I was eating and no carbs and no water. No, I was drinking plenty of water. It's it's yeah. it's, it's carbs and uh, it's it's a lack of carbs and a and a and a preponderance of what the reason i got gout was i i i I did the strict diet for the workout um the wife was pregnant and i had a new barbecue so i was like fucking like coming home with like two little fucking ribeyes in a two two ribeye steaks in like a little package and would like go do up the steaks at night and then she was and she was pregnant she had this like aversion to red meat and so I would end up having a full blown fucking steak and eggs for like an eight ounce fucking ribeye for, for with eggs in the morning for breakfast. So I was like, I was eating a lot of red meat and drinking a lot of beer and, uh, and wine and, uh, and no carbs to soak it up. So God, dude, fucking that shit hurts too. Don't remind me. I thought I had it the other day too, but it didn't. I got gout. I got gout. All right. Well, boys, I think we've run out of if we're talking about gout. I think that's it. I think well, that's the end of our Top Gun podcast. One last thing I did appreciate. They gave a nice little shout out to Tony Scott at the end. Yes. Who uh one of my favorites. Yeah. All right. RIP to that guy. That guy's fucking amazing. Jumped off a bridge when he found out he had a incurable disease. <clears throat> that's how Tony Scott would go out. No. All right. right. Special edition of Trevor's Hockey's Corner. No hockey corner. This is a pure top gun with talking about hockey. This yeah. is a, fuck you. This is a pure Maverick podcast. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, boys. Pleasure. Later. 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 This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.